following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hunt. June, we are getting close to the Hope Together Conference. It's going on next week. Uh, That would be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday of next week. I'll get the dates here in just a minute, October 19th through the 21st here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And uh, wow, if uh, people are not in this area and think, well, then there's I, there's nothing I can do and I can't be a part of that. You have just told me some numbers that are just amazing that it's about mm. five times as many people for particular sessions of people that are going to to join us on Zoom versus the people well, who well, will be in yeah. person. Yeah, I, I, well, for my session on Saturday, uh, right now, there are 43 registered in person, and there are 264 <laughs> registered online. And um, I was told today uh, to expect, because a lot of people wait to the last minute, and mm-hmm. so, um, uh, you know, but I love the topic, uh, the answer to anger, because uh, this used to be the number one ordered resource for years every year it was number one for when we had basically a hundred topics yet it was always anger (laughs) and um i I just remember multiple times i was told and when people at times would call to order they they actually were kind of (laughs) angry i mean i know that sounds unusual i kind of didn't believe it but then then later i just kept hearing the same thing that they would be more but I think they just wanted to make sure they were going to get it, get get the material because they wanted the help. In fact, that uh, I did speak on anger about it. Uh, let's see, it might have been a, a year ago. Um, yeah. Uh, and, and something happened where the video and this was a totally. It wasn't our conference. It was something else, and uh, something happened. It was that, that was the first of the emotions that I was going to deal with. And well, I, I think, remember. I think anger. Excuse me. I think anger underlies a whole lot of things, and and we will try to. Mm-hmm. I'll say euphemize. You know, <laughs> paint it uh, a little bit brighter than you know. I'm frustrated, or I'm I'm uh, I'm disappointed, or but a lot of times those are really anger issues that are underlying all of that. Well, and I'll be very candid. Um, the Bible says, "Be angry, but do not sin." Mm-hmm. So they're they're are times when there's injustice and someone has um, just like where Jesus, the Bible says, was angry when he went to the temple because of the corrupt money changers and he literally drove them out of the temple because of what what they were doing. So we see at times, anger is justified, and but how do we deal with it, and what hmm. do we do, and what the difference? Is? So it, it, it's always great. Um, I love our material on anger. I'm also going to be doing something on Thursday, and, and by the way, we have so many other also contributors. I'm talking about speakers, and so if you feel that you would really like to be a part of either the pre-conference workshop um, that 
for me, for, for my topic, I was asked to do childhood sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. And one in three girls, one in five boys are victims of childhood sexual abuse. Many people have never processed this. And, but I'm just going to be explaining so much that, and, and really delving into aspects that many people, people have not thought about. So if that is the need, it's a, it's a Thursday session from 1 to 4. But there, there's a special conference. Um, uh, uh, it, there's a conference special. I should put put this way for those who are are going to join online, and they can decide what all they want to go to. There'll be a plethora of topics and speakers that are going to be very helpful. Not certainly not just my my presentations on those two topics and I'm also doing a, uh, a uh, something that's for, uh, called a, a plenary session mm-hmm. which means it'll be everyone and it's uh, why do I do what I don't want to do and you'll understand if at times you've thought I don't know why I keep doing this why do I keep you know well you'll you'll learn but um, amazing how many, kind, amazing how many topics the Bible does speak to and <laughs> will mm. be helping to address it in, uh, in mm-hmm. very clear practical ways in this this uh, conference yes yes I wanted to let people know where to find the information too uh, so hope for the org uh, and they can go right to the top of the screen there as soon as you hit hope for the org there's a banner at the top that says hope together conference click there and you'll get all the information you need. Good. Great. Well, I, I'm looking forward. In fact, there's someone who came up to me today. I was speaking on uh, domestic violence, and a woman came up to me afterwards. I didn't know her, hadn't seen her, and she just, she said, I was at the conference. Now, now we had last time about 300 and some odd people, and uh, I don't know what the, what the actual number was, but uh, she said, I she said, I cannot tell you how meaningful it was. And uh, I said, well, this is, I handed her a card that had to do with the information. She said, you know, I think, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to go on and register. Great. So we, we have time. You can, uh, it, 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 and there, there's a lot of let, getting to know people that might be uh, iron sharpening iron, people that, will be sharpening one another. What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Care and Counsel Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Karen Council Library today at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. No matter what you're facing, there's hope. 
Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is, you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-NIGHT-17. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, and we want to thank you for your prayers and support of our ministry. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics here on the program, you can call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. And they're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. They'd be happy to get you the right resources. Uh, their number again, 800-488-4673. We want to recommend the Keys for Living tonight called Jesus, Is He God? Is the Deity of Christ Defendable? And that's available, again, as you talk to customer support at 800-488-4673. Well, we want to turn to our caller for tonight, and we have a caller returning this evening. She's been on before, calling from Arizona, and we welcome back Chloe. Well, I'm excited to talk with you, Chloe. Welcome back. Well, thank you. What a blessing and uh, what a privilege. Thank you thank so much. No, I'm I'm thrilled to talk with you because we had talked about, um, well, we talked about a, I'm going to say a family tragedy, your daughter dying, and uh, the but that's not as much, well, that's a tragedy. But it, but the yes. tragedy I'm talking about, thinking about you, is um, how family members uh, mm, turned against you and there was an inheritance issue and people can get very monetarily focused when money is involved, and I'm not trying to be a prophet here or say or misspeak, but I just know that the way you were treated as her mother by family members, you weren't even acknowledged at the funeral. This is it's just unconscionable. I mean, you weren't. Well, no, you weren't. So anyway, um, and I, I know you had said that it it's been a challenge. Uh, these few months, and you will, you want to reconcile with your family, but I, I'm I'm just gonna, uh, you know, I wish I could say your desire to reconcile would do it. I wish I could say a reconcil a, re- a reconciling heart that any one person would have can prove unfruitful, meaning 
reconciliation takes two, at least two people. And can't make people reconcile unless they are willing. And so it really does require not just one person. And I know that's been your heart. Um, So tell me what's happening right now. Oh, or or uh, maybe I should say what's not happening. <laughs> maybe that's better said, what's not happening. Just e- either way. Well, the, the lack of, uh, it's exactly what you talked about as far as reconciliation and, and the wishes, but understanding the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and accepting the fact, you know, that's, that's been a big issue with me is accepting that that it won't eventually happen. You know, I, I trust the Lord with all my heart and lean not on my own understanding and mm-hmm. acknowledge Him in all my ways. Mm-hmm. But I don't really always do that. That's my intention. But if I'm really trusting Him, I find that I'm not going to continue to try to reconcile with something when I've told him and given him permission to uh, to take care of this situation and this problem in his way. And so I, I've found that I, I need to be honest with myself and with God that, that I need his, his power, I need his strength in order to be able to even do that and even think about it. Because there are situations every day that have come up, and sometimes more than once a day, um, mm. where it's like uh, I feel spiritually that that uh, Satan is just really after me. But I'm also encouraged because I know, and especially with um, just being able to have the, the privilege of being on tonight, uh, hmm. I, I've just been praying that God would show me in some way that he's just really there, and I know he's there, and that he promises he'll never leave me or forsake me, so I know he's there, but I don't right. always feel his presence, but knowing that in his word, he tells us to wait and to be strong and to be courageous, and Joshua 1 and uh, uh, five through nine, he mentions he, he doesn't mention he commands three times to be mm-hmm. strong and to be very courageous, mm-hmm. and uh, also you know not to look um, to either side. He mentions in in, in other passages too, but to continue to just trust him, and even though uh, it's it's dark and and there doesn't seem to be any way of seeing, any way that things are changing, I know that by that trust with what happened with Joshua and Caleb and and all of them, that he has something so special planned and that he's making me stronger in being able to trust him in the dark, even when these things aren't uh, apparent seems to me in any way, but they were today because when I found that I would have the privilege of, 
of speaking with you and and uh, and having your counsel and wisdom from the Lord. Uh, that's like he spoke to me and he told mm. me, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. And uh, so the incidents that are happening, I mean, they continue and they always catch me off guard. And uh, uh, I uh, just want to not even acknowledge so much that they're happening or even talk about them, but to just try to give that to the Lord and not feel the bitterness and pain that comes naturally. And to focus on the Lord and to thank Him for what He has in store for me. I can hardly wait for it, and it can't come mm. too soon. But <laughs> I know that He has something great that, uh, that will bring Him power and glory and honor. So, okay, first of all, I want to truly compliment you because I think the issue, as much as you would desire reconciliation with family, and there are so many people right where you are, meaning they wish family, certain ones would turn, would be responsive, would have a, a tender heart. The thing is, you... In your situation, you do not have the same foundation of Christ. Is that not true? No. That, that, that's definitely not. That's, you're correct. So there will always be a difference. It won't be like with your daughter, where there was a shared faith together and precious times. So there can't be what you had with your daughter at this time. Now, not that, I mean, anyone can change. I think the key yeah. for you is, with them, for you to be in a state of willingness for reconciliation, regardless of how, the, how you were treated, regardless of who said what, or who didn't do what, or what was done that was painful, for you to say, Lord, I am willing, if there, if there is a willingness for reconciliation on any one of the other persons, because we're talking about multiple people in your family, but the issue is, for you to say, you know, as far as it is with me, I am willing for there to be healthy, and I'm going to emphasize that word, healthy reconciliation. And that, and then the Lord will know that, of course, He knows your heart. But it is vital for you, it's vital for me, as having people in the same situation as you have um, to, to not expect something that, you know, it's like so often it's like, well, of course I'm going I'm, to, or I'm just going to have faith that this will happen. No, the Bible doesn't promise that everyone will change. Our faith must be based on what God has said. 
And we know that many people will not choose God's way. They will not choose healthy living or healthy reconciliation in this case. Does that part make sense? Yes, that makes sense. And and I want to clarify that when I say that I know God has something wonderful in store, I, I don't think along the terms that it could be that all of a sudden things are going to be reconciled. Yeah, I did not hear I you said that. I have no yeah, but, idea. Yeah. It, well, what yeah, you're you, saying is definitely right on. So it's just you don't live for something that may not be, uh, since we all are given free will, we don't know what another person will choose because people go against God's will. He would will that all should repent and come into a relationship with him. That That's said very clearly in Second Peter. But we know all will not turn their lives over to the Lord. There, there will not necessarily at all be that same foundation which enables, but I can, we can know for sure he promises to give you a peace that passes all understanding. And there are many other things he promises. Now, I know you and I, uh, you know, we did talk about there is not that tender relationship in, in terms of friendship uh, th- that uh, you have had special people and you have people who are far away meaning not where you're living um, and so there's a loneliness factor is that not what you had said earlier? That's, that's, that's definitely true there is a loneliness factor it's still a it's very much there and, and just getting practical whatever done we'll talk more about it <laughs> okay well let, let's talk about that when we come back because uh, that is not a, a, a rare rare thing for people to experience at times we are lonely and you can be lonely in the crowd and that's not new new information to you. This is June Hunt from Hope for the Heart. One of the great blessings of my life has been both attending and leading conferences. There's nothing like getting together with God's people to be encouraged by God's Word. Let me invite you to join me in person or online at the Hope Together Conference, October 19th through the 21st in Allen, Texas. Hope Together is a new conference for those who feel called to care, coach, and counsel with God's Word. Hope Together is three days of biblical training, fellowship, and inspiring speakers. If you're involved in ministry at any level, whether a pastor, counselor, or you just feel called to help others, the Hope Together Conference has something for you. Learn more at hopetogether.com. 
Do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you, that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org. You are listening to Hope in the Night. I'm Jeff Oliver. We'll get back to our caller in a moment. If you have questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living to help you address your situation. Call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central. They'll help you access the resources that you need. And we're recommending tonight the keys for living called loneliness, how to be alone but not lonely. And uh, that's available as you call customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. Also find many resources at our website, hopefortheheart.org slash store. There you can find new updated keys for living being added to monthly. Also Lifeline to Hope online training, as well as June's many biblical resources. Uh, Music CDs are there as well, and you'll find it all at hopefortheheart.org slash store. Let's return now to our conversation with Chloe. Well, my friend, I think you offer a wonderful relationship to the right person, (laughs) to the right people uh, in terms of, you know, sometimes you click with people. Do you understand what I mean by clicking? Yeah. Well, definitely. uh, I I this last weekend was, you know, speaking at uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. I I tell you, oh. I, it just blessed my heart, and I I just loved the. In fact, I told I told <laughs> I told the people uh, on Saturday. I said, if I'm kicked out of Texas. You know, banished. Uh, uh, I'm going to come to Colorado and I'm going to join this church, Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. <clears throat> and uh, they laughed. And but you know, I I loved the people there, and there were just certain ones that just. In fact, I told one person. I said, you know. If you end up moving to Dallas, not that word was said about it, I just was, was saying, I said, I have a group of gal pals, and you would fit right in the gal pals. And she laughed. <laughs> and But I mean that. I, I mean, I'm, I really, really mean that, because I, I, I uh, it's just there are times when that happens, you know. So I just know 
because you and I met and we we've talked in Dallas um, with your daughter at the time, and yes. you're a delightful person. And then I, you sent me something about you you playing the accordion and my goodness you played gorgeous chords on there and I I mean you're very talented you know uh, it, and the issue isn't that it's just you there's you have a heart that's open to people and it is painful when we have and I say we have family uh, let me see it's not well they're there are different conditions. Um, some, in fact, I just had a sister who apologized after years of a certain treatment of me regarding her daughter, and she she said, "Now you can, now you can have a relationship with her." I mean, it's kind of very unusual. And she said, "You can do anything," and uh, and I'm going, "How interesting," because I haven't changed. But I think there are things in her life that, you know, I, what I'm saying is there are things that can change, but we don't know if they're going to change. We can't, and it, it depends on the person changing. Not, it's not about, the, the Lord will not force people to be what they should be. That the Bible is clear about that. He gives us free will. The first two people he created, they went against his will, Adam and Eve. He told them one thing not to do. The one thing he told them not to do, they did. So my point is, from the get-go of humanity, of human beings, people go against what's really best for them. And so at times in our families, that's what we will have. And very candidly, most people have a few of those um, kind of people. Uh, it, it's not it's not uh, rare. It is uh, many times the norm. But loneliness. Let's talk about loneliness just for a moment. It is deep sadness resulting from feeling isolated or cut off from others and even the words in in the bible of of david uh, who wrote so many of the psalms in psalm 25 verse 16 he said turn to me and be gracious to me for i'm lonely and afflicted so he's crying out to the lord during his time of loneliness and we see multiple times in the Bible where people are experiencing um, loneliness. It, because at times, again, you can be with a number of people, and yet I, I know this personally. At times I have felt lonely. And people would not think that would be the case. But I think... What I had posed to you the last time we talked, in your situation, um, I just asked you, is there any reason why you could not move? And you were 
surprised that I mentioned it because you had just thought about that specifically. Um, it was like, you know, because very candidly, you've got a very difficult family situation, but, you know, you have the ability. Um, it's It's not like you're responsible for a mother to, you know, to somebody who's totally dependent on you or children who are totally dependent on you, little children or, you know. That's right. You, um, and I know people who have moved from one location to the next and, and there is just a blessing of the right kind of friend where, or friends where there's a clicking, where there's a, a, a joy of being together, a joy of sharing, and um, uh, it, it it can be a a small group. I don't I don't think of like I don't have a cast of five thousand friends or one thousand or one hundred or fifty. Uh, you know, it, I, I just have a few friends, and so it's not it's not the number. It's it, and and there are those who are eventually forever friends, yeah. and I I love I love that word forever friend, yeah. and they're precious. They're I can't imagine, uh, you know, that kind of a gift if there is the Lord allowing you. I mean I I mean, I, I would. I I think there's a tremendous loneliness when well notice Jesus the the shortest verse in the Bible Jesus wept and it was yeah. due to the the death of his tremendously close friend um, uh, Lazarus and now he knew he was going to be raising him from the dead and that's you know yet he wept knowing that in moments he would be raising him from the dead. So the point is that shows you the significance of the relationship. And I just, but understand, it is not just one way. You will be an answer to prayer for those that God puts in your life to be endeared close friends and so you're going to be the answer to prayer and i i know that that is so significant so where and we talked about it once do have you had any more thoughts about that i have had more thoughts about it and been praying about it and uh i uh have specific, uh, you know, places that have come to mind that would be so meaningful. Uh, with with the uh, situation of the relatives and how carefully they planned this whole thing for a couple of years, the fact that, that they want to continually hurt me no matter where they are, and they've even gone to the points of places where I've lived in the past and um, destroyed relationships or have given uh, untrue 
and vicious mm. uh, things in places where I've lived. And my own sister, uh, when she just had a short amount to say to me, which is quite some time ago, because I have not heard from any of them since my daughter's uh, mm. uh, funeral celebration of life, and that was only because they had to see me there. And But otherwise, none of my uh, initiations to try to be in contact with them have been even acknowledged. Uh, mm. and, and that's... Uh, and so I, I have, I am going to stop now. I mean, for Easter, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to do something special to acknowledge them and, and maybe even send something to my daughter. But there's absolutely nothing, and I feel like there are more vicious things that are being done to try to prove me to be this unworthy and very unhealthy and and mm-hmm. cruel person, almost. Uh, almost uh, like I've done criminal things, that I had done criminal things to my daughter. And so they made her believe that before she died mm. when she, mm. with her brain problem. And, yes. uh, but to go someplace, I mean, they've tried to cover all the areas, but I know God is bigger than this. And the places that I'd like to be the most, I have, uh, I have uh, you know, some of their families, live in these places and but these places are also big enough and after mm-hmm. a while I'm sure that people will be so sick and tired of hearing they have mm-hmm. their own lives they're not going to stay with this this won't last forever I was right. reading that in <laughs> when when I was reading that you know that these these things situations don't last forever that there's an opportunity to go forward so I can't allow the fact that they've already been there and they want to destroy me. God is mightier than anything. And I yes. think of First John 4, 4. He who is in me is greater than he who is in the world. Yes. And, uh, so, yes, I have thought about that and, and want, want to pursue it. Uh, have some, uh, a lot of questions or needs some wisdom. Okay, you have questions that we could talk about that. Um, I think the issue also is what do you do when you are lonely? There are things to consider. And uh, by the way, I'll be sending you our material on loneliness. If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real-life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org 
forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Are you struggling with a difficult life issue? Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life, June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's Word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at one 800 917 We'll protect your privacy, and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We're a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and your continued support of this ministry. And we say thank you. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. Keys for Living Tonight, we're recommending loneliness, how to be alone but not lonely. That and uh, many other resources are available as you get in touch with customer support at 800-488-HOPE. That's 800-488-4673. If there's something on your heart, on your mind, you'd like to speak with June Hunt about and uh, to do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, here's the way to get in touch with us at 800 800- Night 17. That's 800 N I G H T 17. Just call and leave a detailed message so we can return your call and uh, talk to you about being on an upcoming program of Hope in the Night. We'd love to talk to you about that and uh, love to uh, hear from you at 800 Night 17 800 644 4817. Now back to our talk with Chloe. Well, I have a wonderful scripture that you, I have an idea, you know this, uh, you're, you're at least familiar with it, uh, and I think uh, this is for you. It's Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing, and that's I, the Lord, am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams in the wasteland. My mother had a favorite um, devotional, and it was called Streams in the Desert. Do you have that? Yes, I do. Why don't you start going through that again? Uh, This was written by a missionary who her husband became very, very ill for several years. And people sent her very meaningful 
whether it's poems or passages that they've written, just uh, or there would be certain leaders that would have written something, and it's a collection. And um, I have found that Streams in the Desert is when the hearts especially hurt um, or are very tender. The other devotional uh, is My Utmost for His Highest, which both, both of these are... Yeah, Oswald Chambers. Just these are both classics from years ago, uh, and uh, that's uh, just huge. Um, it, it's marvelous. But but my point is the f- the function or the the ministry of streams in the desert um, is for the for the times when. There is a desert time in your life, and that's why June. this scripture. Yes, June. This is such a gift. I just went to the, my bookshelf and and uh, and I pulled off streams in the desert and utmost in his highest. And Kelly <laughs> and I read that together and prayed many times. Um, but streams in the desert. I have the copy of it, and it's one that. That she gave to me way back oh. in 1984, oh my and uh, yeah, and I'm just reading this page. I haven't looked at it for so long, yeah. and what a, what a gift! Thank you. Well, you know, my my mom had uh, uh, let me how do I say this? Uh, mother did not allow her to herself to have friends for a number of years. I didn't understand that. I I couldn't understand. Mm-hmm. I knew she didn't have friends, and I couldn't understand why, because I, I thought she was precious and delightful. And but she later told me she would not allow herself to have friends. She said, I, I she said I I could not bring shame upon a friend by them being a friend to me. And that's because my mother was involved with my dad, and they were not married, and it was it was just a. Uh, I, I remember just, and, and I prayed. With, I was not even a Christian, but I was praying that mom would have a, a friend. I said, God, can't you bring mom a friend? I don't understand. Everybody else, all the other kids, their moms have friends, and. Uh, I just, uh, but I didn't know that she intentionally, she she thought if she had a friend, it would bring shame upon them. And it hurt when I found out why she didn't, because I asked her, why, why did you not have a friend? And she told me. But the point is, what she had this one devotional book, Streams in the Desert, and she would read that. And I remember... It was so significant to her during the lonely times of her life. And I did do believe that this would minister to your heart. And, you know, when you, when you realize the scripture again, this is uh, Isaiah 43, 
Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the desert and streams Mm. in the wasteland. Mm. That is beautiful, and it speaks directly to me. Yes. So I want you to underline that in your Bible, and I want you to make sure that you just write it out on a, like a little three-by-five card or something, and then just every day, just thank Him. Just say, thank you, Lord. Turn it into thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Thank you that Mm -hmm. I can choose to forget the former things. Forget doesn't mean you have no memory of it, meaning I'm choosing not to focus on it. I'm not um, letting that control me. And at times what we need to do is put things to the side, meaning the, the, the way you have been treated, um, there are times when we are rejected. There's no question. And, but to be controlled, it hurts too. But instead of being controlled by it, look forward. As I said, expect God to do the new thing. Because it says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. So you begin to look at life from this biblical perspective. God is going to be doing, and it is new. You've not been without your daughter until her recent death. So everything will be new. And the things you were doing for her, the care of you needed to extend to her, and then, unfortunately, the untruths, the the perversion of what family members did. Um, that's that's over too. In terms of, in other words, those most painful times. Now you can know that they can um, they can still speak that which is not true, but. You're not going to be, you know, it's one thing when it catches you off guard. It's another thing when you know the character of certain people and you anticipate, okay, I know that there can be words shared that are absolutely not correct. They're not right. They're not, and people will have their agenda. So just say, Lord, I thank you. I'm looking to what you have for me. I want to help others. I want to be a blessing to others. I want to be a friend. When you bring the right people in friendship into my life, and you can do this, I'm confident of that. In fact, I would suggest you make a list of the new things that God enters into your life, puts into your life. It can be even new interests that you might be acquiring. But for certain, just uh, thank Him for what He will be introducing into your life because the Scripture says, you know, I'm doing a new thing. So anticipate what 
newness he will introduce. And you could start uh, a, a prayer journal with that. You could just turn those into prayers. Also, uh, just recording your prayers to God and the thoughts that he impresses on your heart. What that do you is, think about that? that? I think that I just thank God right now for that and, and for you because um, I feel there is a newness and it's bringing in my heart. And, and I believe him and I trust him. And when he says that, there isn't anything that, that he hasn't fulfilled that he has mm. and that he continues to fulfill that he's promised. And so I just thank you for just the new thinking in just this short amount of time. Well, God cares about the loneliness, but he doesn't leave you alone. You are not alone. There is a, no. your relationship with him where, of course, uh, I love the, the truth of Deuteronomy 31.8. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And so that's my favorite yeah. scripture. But then for you also, just be looking forward to, if you are led, to be at a different location. Uh, you'll know that you will want to be a part of a, a group Bible study. And yeah. those can be incredibly meaningful, where there are truths that are shared um, there's a someone who contacted me from Amarillo, Texas, and um, she's the niece of one of my gal pals, one of my dear friends, and she she has started the book. Um, she just went through with friends, um, a small group of friends, seeing yourself through God's eyes. And then we just talked about her doing some of our, we have some other Bible studies. And so I've just sent her all six Bible studies. And I said, you pick which one you want to, to do with another Bible study group. But she just has a heart for these, to, to do Bible studies with people. And, and she said, the sharing that takes place, the personal sharing is, is precious. So there is the right place for you at the right time and may God lead you each step of the way we will send the keys for living tonight called loneliness how to be alone but not lonely Send that out to tonight's caller. Happy to do so, and we're able to do so because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep Hope in the Night on the air to keep those resources going out, just go to hopefortheheart.org slash donate, and we thank you. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.